Welcome to episode three. Woo. Yay. <laughs> Can you believe we made it three episodes? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> well, what's up? Not much. <laughs> Not, you guys oh can meet or the people? <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> Welcome to a quality time. Or equality time. I always say a quality. Yeah. Welcome difference. to equality. Right. Yeah. They get the gist. They know what's going tea on. Tea time. The tea has been tea I'm actually drinking tea, I think. Is this tea? Is that a... Yeah. Mate. 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 <laughs> I'm drinking water, which is half of tea. It's just minus the leaves. <laughs> true, true. Minus the leaves. So, <laughs> I'm halfway there. So it's tea time. <laughs> yeah I'm half prepared to drink tea just like I'm half prepared for this podcast today <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> great we're gonna talk about film today I'm overcompensating with my mate yeah, yeah. film film live film live our podcast if you're not prepared for the podcast just bring tea like physically bring tea and that's all you need you're good to go <laughs> good to go I don't even like tea that much if that if we're talking tea. I don't even drink tea. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm more of a tea. black coffee kind of girl. You like coffee. You're a coffee gal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sure. Coffee's good, though. Yeah. Well, I used to drink tea, like, for, like, theater and stuff if you're losing your voice or things like that. But other than oh, that, yeah. I refuse to drink mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Do you drink more tea now than coffee? No. I probably drink more coffee. I've been, like, replacing soda with tea because I'm trying mm. to, like, be healthy or whatever, so. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Because I was going to say, you definitely used to be a coffee okay. girl. Yeah, for sure. I'm still. You also worked at a coffee shop forever. <laughs> In the morning, remember? I was so poopy, dude. Yeah, you worked you Yeah, worked I was taking, hard. like, 21 hours and I, like, went to work at, like, 5 in the morning. F that. Yeah, you... Don't do that, people. <laughs> I don't know how you made it through college. Me <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. It's one Good of thing the seven <laughs> wonders of the world. <laughs> Sophie Oswald, how did you Truly. make it through college? <laughs> Honestly. Speaking of college... And I didn't say We went to college shit. together. You didn't say Yeah. We went to college and now we're jobless. Oh, should Let's we do go. our things of the week? Now we're jobless. Yeah. Yeah, tell me something debt. positive about. Anyways. <laughs> something positive, not debt. Oh, not debt. <laughs> um, what's positive? Dairy Queen has vegan dilly bars now. So no that's way. exciting. What's uh, what's dilly bars mean? <laughs> like is that ice cream? <laughs> it's like the. Yeah, but it's so it's like the one with like the hard chocolate on the outside. You know, it's like vanilla oh. ice cream inside and then like a hard chocolate outing thing. You've oh, had them, you know, awesome. you've had them. You don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but yeah, you've yeah. Had them. No, I believe you. <laughs> but they're good. That's that's so, so exciting because that means that's a thing. That means there's no dairy in it, so I can eat it. Let's go. Yeah, you can eat it, dude. And um. Dunkin' Donuts is working on vegan donuts, so that'll be sick. Really? 
That's so exciting. Yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen. Next time we'll together, we'll hit up Dairy Queen. Frick yeah. That's exciting. Hell yeah. Bring us more vegan Someday. Options. Yeah, it's dope. What's your positive of the week? Honestly, I think my positive for the week is then the sun. This is like the first week in a very long time that I uh, the sun like actually brought heat and you could feel it on your skin and like yeah it was it's been nice mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm pretty excited now that it's like actually becoming summer weather I'm a right. I like the heat not the vitamin cold, D so I'm baby so yeah give me all that vitamin D <laughs> I've been inside <laughs> for 70 days. <laughs> <laughs> for real, dude. For real. We have this cactus. What's your media of the week? Oh, wait, cactus. Oh, Go. You have I a was cactus? Just gonna... Yeah. We have this cactus that's been dying. That's so cute. Like, I didn't know it was real. Oh, I thought sad. it was fake. And so now that I know it's real, I'm trying. I know. Now that I know it's that's real, amazing. I'm trying. I know. I'm trying to like revive it now. So I've been like <laughs> trying to put it outside yeah. to like get some sun, but then I forget about it and like it rains. And now, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I I gotta get that cactus back together. Yeah, I don't even know how you really take care of them. I'm like, aren't you like not supposed to water them? Yeah. So I'm thinking that it rained on it last night. It's probably not a good idea. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But you know, that's crazy, dude. I still don't hate on me. I'm new to I'm new to owning plants. Yeah, dude, it's a thing. I mean, I don't have any because I'm like afraid I'm gonna kill them all. Right? Yeah. Like I can take care of animals, but like I feel like plants are harder. <laughs> like way harder. Right? Way harder. Yeah. Well, I wrote an article for that magazine I I write for about having mm-hmm. a like a garden or whatever. I still don't even understand. <laughs> and I, like, talk Same. to, like, professionals and stuff. I... Uh-uh. But I really want to be, like, a crazy plant lady. But, like, I think I'll kill them all. I do, but too. I... I haven't invested yet in my plant life. Maybe someday. <laughs> it's just it's a whole new level. And then you do research and then it's like, well, this one gets three spritzes a day. And then this one gets, like, four spritzes yeah. a day. And then I'm like, what? I don't even know what kind of plant it is. I'm just assuming it's a cactus. It looks cactus-y. (laughs) Which is a step up from thinking it was fake. So, you know. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. (sighs) You'll revive it. It'll come back to life. Right. I've heard cactus are, like, resilient. So, we'll see. They are resilient. How about a media thing? You got a, what, something media-wise you're liking lately? Late? Wow. Lately? Um lightly i've been doing a lot of reading this week um oh but i'm also binging the fast and furious series uh which is interesting because i've never watched those movies so oh, really none of them been given those a chance i kind of okay so i'd seen that famous scene that they like cgi'd paul walker sure but i'd never seen any of them so oh, okay i'm on the last one probably watch that tonight wow what do you think there's so many yeah i don't know i mean there's a lot of they just kept going yeah seriously i mean so it's like cool i like watching them race and stuff but like there's like a lot of butts and boobs that don't need to be there (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big about the sexualization of women, which the male gaze is strong. It's strong. It's strong. You know, strong. They think that but starting whatever. with a shot of somebody's boobs and then pulling the camera slowly away to the actual scene is necessary, but I don't understand why. (laughs) (laughs) To each their own, I suppose. To each their own, I guess. I'm impressed you've made it through all of them. I don't think I've seen all of them. No way. (laughs) There's so many. So many. Is it, are they at like, I think there's a new one coming too. Isn't there like another one? Yeah, they're I working could be on totally new ones. Wrong. Yeah. Dang. Oh. All right. Can't we get some Never original die, content? <laughs> right. Or they could like start a new car series. It doesn't have to be the same fucking right. Fast and Furious. Like, I just don't get right. why series like go for so long. Like Shrek, like can't there be another ogre story or something? Why are you still making <laughs> Shreks? Doesn't Don't discriminate sense. against all the other and, like, ogres. Like Toy Stories, like right? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, Toy Story just kept going. I know. Just give us some new content. True. But it's it's all about the money. They just do it because they know it's gonna make more money. Or True. I'm sure in the yeah. books they'll get a certain average just by doing Fast and Furious, because you know all the fans, hardcore fans, are going to go see it no matter what, even if they're excited about it or not. Like, it's almost the same thing with Avengers. Like, Mm -hmm. even if you're over the whole Avengers series and everything, if you drop a new one, you're probably going to go watch it just because. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. It's a money game. Yeah. Sadly. It is. But then, so also, I've been thinking every time I watch one of those movies, I'm thinking about the budget for them because there's, like, 20 cars that get blasted and then there's, like, all this crazy, like, explosions and stuff. How do they have the money to even make this movie? I don't know, It's crazy. These big studios have insane budgets. Insane. For real. And they got to be so careful, like, especially like movies like Fast and Furious that have a lot of action or, uh, you know, stunt and things. It can get pretty dangerous. Mm -hmm. And they are for real getting better with like laws and regulations and things on how stuff works on sets and stuff. But I mean, accidents happen and it's still pretty scary. All the time, dude. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I still want to go to Stunt Academy, though. Someday. You should. Oh, please. You would be the best. Definitely. I want to go that. to the same guy that's trained like all the Avengers people, but it's like two thousand dollars for like a week. <laughs> oh, like, easy uh-huh. money. <laughs> easy Let me just money, pull that out of right? my pocket. Maybe I'll do a, a GoFundMe. <laughs> Send Sophie to Stunt Academy. <laughs> Stunt Academy. Yeah, we're gonna talk about like films today. <clears throat> We did go to film school together. That was a fun time. I will say we did learn a lot in school. But also, like, if you really want to get into film or editing or photography, just start doing it. (laughs) Yeah, for real. We didn't need to go to school. We could have just did it. Like, yeah. Just start doing it, practicing. Mm -hmm. Even use your phone. Like, you don't need to go right away and buy some fancy camera. Like, use your phone or your friend's phone or your mom's phone or that's what um Nyquist would always say Matt would always say like Mm -hmm. his 
the cameras like the on his phone when he was growing up like sucked but the cameras that we have now on our iphones are like as good as the camera like professional cameras they yeah. were using then so like just go Literally. for it like when we were making our documentary there's parts of it that is like our iphone camera and you can barely tell the difference between when we would use the panasonic camera in our iphone yeah. like <laughs> which is crazy the- Especially Kat's phone, because she had, like, the newer iPhone. Like, that looked so good. Oh, yeah. That footage I have using Kat's phone of just, like, all the buildings when driving by, the quality was so good, and it was just in a car driving by and, like, clear as day, and you're like, what the fuck, this iPhone? (laughs) Well, and I've heard, I don't have an Android, but I've heard the Android cameras and stuff are, like, pretty good, too. I've heard either they're getting better or they're pretty good. the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like, that's Google's whole thing. That Google phone is, like, all about, like, the photos and stuff, so. Me and Sophie have had worked with some interesting people that have brought us quite a lot of difficulty while we had made some films in college and grad school. Or not grad school. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We did not go to grad school. <laughs> well, no. Undergrad. <laughs> um, I will say, I think what I learned the most about taking filmmaking to filmmaking to for us, we, the whole class together pretty much put, put on, um, made a whole like short length film. Yeah. We all had like different jobs on the film. Mm -hmm. Like you got them the first few classes and then that was your job for the rest of the semester. Mm -hmm. Like one person was the director. One person was, uh, like the editor, the cinematographer, the, you know, the producers, blah, 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 blah. Each person had a role, and then we together created a short film. Yeah. Which uh, was an experience. We learned a lot, and I think think the most I learned was to stay strong in my morals and to stand up when people aren't treating us the way we should be treated. Yeah, for sure. Which is an important lesson to learn. a big thing. It is, especially if you're going to continue in film as like a woman filmmaker, you need to, you need to learn some things quickly about how things go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you'll learn to stand your ground, I feel like. For sure. So. It, that was a stressful time. It was a stressful time. And I think it would have been better for me if my grandma hadn't died during that time. Like. If that class had come at just a different time in my life, I think I would have done a lot better in it and it would have been a better experience. Um, mm-hmm. But things happen. Things happen. Or whatever. I mean, I don't know. We won an award for it. Hey. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Do you remember what award we won? Yeah. I don't know. No idea. I think the coolest thing about film, though, so like documentary was great, honestly, because I love documentary yeah it's like if you work with a certain group of people the whole like film can be like a family mm-hmm. you you gain so many like cool relationships out of it um but if you work with like crappy people or people you don't agree with or whatever it cannot always be great and there were certain other people that like were so great in our sure. film program and i really liked all of our professors even cranston i really liked him and a lot of people did not like him but yeah, I actually learned. I, don't know. I think they were just being dumb, honestly. Like, if I don't know, they just decided to have problems with him, and then it just continued to like be a problem. Well, and I'm they like, 
chill. Some people just, didn't like how he would favor, yeah. not favor them and take, um, you know, their side on everything. So then they got mad at him. But that's like the point. Exactly. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. yeah. We don't need to talk about it. It's okay. No, no, no. Because certain <laughs> people are going to listen to this and be mm-hmm. mad. But um, anyways, anyways, film class was good. <laughs> film, film school was good. Um, I wish the only thing I really would have changed is if someone at the beginning of film school said to get like a career in film, you need a good solid film reel Mm -hmm. and then we work towards creating that throughout those four years and then we would be in a completely different place in our careers at this moment Mm -hmm. no one mentioned that to like the end which we should have figured it out on our own as film people but like they didn't like like break it into us that you need a film reel yeah like no one did that i think part of like if they did It'd be better, I think. But. Agreed. Yeah. I think part of the struggle with our film school was it was a pretty new program when we got there. And then yeah. when we got there, it was like, here are all the film classes that you need to take in order to get your film degree. And you could take them in any order, which was definitely not the right thing. And so we started off no. with like things that we should not have started off with and like the, the film program as a whole wasn't as put together as it did halfway through when it got switched over and then they found they figured out all yeah. these new rules and when people should take classes and stuff, which work great now for everybody new coming in. But we kind of got on that end of like a little bit messed up and the program wasn't as put together as it is now, which is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. But it is what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm glad yeah, for that's so the true. future film people because I'm hoping that program is getting better and better and more put together. Yeah, the people who were just one year behind us got so much more out of it than we did. So for sure, it's it's gonna continue to just excel. I think mm-hmm. as they've made their which is really exciting. I love that and for a small college when, in Kansas. Like, good. Like, let's keep the arts yeah, rolling. I love it. I mean, it's going to be good for other people. <laughs> and it was good for us. And we met each other. We met cool people. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think of all the people we met besides me meeting you, I feel like professors that we had are going to be connections forever. So. Well, and that is that was like one of the best parts about it being a new program is it was really small and you knew everybody like in the program as a whole. Yeah. Like all the professors and yeah. even all of the pretty much all of the people in filmmaking degree you would eventually know everyone because yeah we would work on films together well and did you were you in the film club that was actually a thing maybe our first year or two with like Cranston and them yeah mm-hmm. before it turned into whatever that yeah is. I don't even yeah know what that is now but yes um yes that one was kind of fun we shot a couple films yeah, it was more about creation, and I think now it's more about having a solid group of people who like film, which is super cool, too, because mm-hmm. um, they have, like, those film parties and stuff, but, like, right. I think it used to be more, like, creation-based. Creation based. Yeah, but that's um, okay. Yeah, and then our last year, it was, they were still trying to, like, create a film through that club, and it just kind of never got off the ground, so, and that just keeps happening. I mean, if the same people don't show up to every meeting you can't do it like it's just not gonna work right. 
So well, and what's hard about that too is like all because it is a small program. Everybody who's in film classes are also in the film club, and it's really hard to make two films if you're already making yeah. one for your class, which is going to be your first priority because right. of grade. And then if you're going to make another yeah. one for the film, it's just so hard with schedules and stuff. So, do you have a favorite film? <laughs> I kind of hate that question because I don't, but... Yeah, it's hard to think of one. Mm. What's what's yours? Do you have one prepared? Top tier <laughs> film. Um, oh, I love... Um, I'm trying to think of the real name. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, you do love that one. I still haven't seen it. So if you've never seen because, it, because no, because we were gonna watch it together. Like you had already seen it, and you were like, "Girl, we have to watch this." And I was like, "Yeah, we do." And then we never did. And I still, every time I see it on Netflix, I'm like, "I can't watch this without Maddie. I can't watch it yet. Oh my god!" So I just like I haven't watched it, but maybe someday I'll watch oh, it. Oh my god! Well, it's so good though. We're gonna... I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> it's so good though. I've never seen it, but it's so the good. trailer. The trailer is so good. I am shook as fuck. I just haven't watched okay well either like right now we're gonna get on zoom and watch it or <laughs> <laughs> okay you're allowed to watch it without I'll probably me. cave and watch now it. that we live multiple okay. states away <laughs> formal profession the formal permission i forgot we Thank were gonna you. watch it like last summer and then we probably ran Forever out of time ago. i know and then, yeah we did that you I mean you have a lot going on like when you are trying to like move somewhere else like, yeah it's so good, though. Plus, you were living in, like, Kansas City, and I was living in Topeka, and then kind of living at Jordan. Yeah, like, yeah. The whole thing. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, Spider-Verse is so good. The art is incredible. The t- attention to detail in yeah. every department was insane. Like, I, I props yeah. to all of these people. The editor, the soundtrack, like, the art was so yeah. good. I cannot wait for you to watch it. And I can even get that, like, out of the trailer. I know I don't get the full effect, but the art is just so good. Yeah. It's so good. My, And I can tell the characters are vibrant mm-hmm. and, like, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's... I'm excited to watch it. And there's diversity and good representation. Like, yeah. oh, it's so good. Oh, my favorite part is when, like, Miles, who's the main character when he like gets nervous and things in certain parts like you can tell like the screen gets fuzzier and like just the art changes with their emotions which is yeah, just cool. so good what about you oh i don't know i watched so many movies it's like my favorite movie is always like the last movie i watched almost always it's like the one i always go back to probably is stuck in love which I don't know why I love that movie so much, but I think it's really good. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It has no. Lil- Lily Collins in it. Lily Collins. Okay. Uh, a lot of cool people are in it actually. Nat Wolf is in it. I don't know. A lot of okay. a lot of cool people. It's a. It's a it I feel out. like it's an indie film. I mean, I don't really know, but it's good. It's not mm-hmm. like amazing. I think I just love it because it probably came to me at a time when like I needed that kind of movie. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. which we'll do a lot. Just as, like, a dumb movie. Well, it's not dumb. I don't want to talk shit on it. But Lord of the Rings, that trilogy, is, like, my favorite, probably. Just, like, fuck. (laughs) I mean, it's... Really? Yeah, like, there's a lot of problems I have with it. But also, like, they're so good. I mean, I just used to watch them hella hard in high school, so... Really? 
Yeah. I love that for you. I fucked with some I... LTR, man. <laughs> some Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Wait, what did you call it? L-O-T-R. L-D-R. Lord of... <laughs> I love that. You're so cool. You're, you're the hip. I'm so hip. I, I've i literally... Please don't hate me, but I've only seen the first two. That's fine. Yeah. And my official review is I'm bored of them just walking through the woods. <laughs> yeah, I can get I get that. And, and, and that's my review. That's fair. For I, sure. I think my ADD is just way too much for that those movies. That's like, fine. I get that. I've tried watching them with my roommates and oh my god, we kept having to pause so I could do like run laps around the house and like come back and yeah. then keep watching them walk through the woods. Like <laughs> But no, I get that. I get that. One hundred percent. Get that. I'm just. I've always been the kind of person who's like watches these like all the fantasy movies. Like I used to have people over to watch Harry Potter to do workouts to them. It was like twenty squats when Harry does this. Like <laughs> fifteen push-ups when Hermione does this. Like it was so stupid. Wow. But I used to do that, and then I mean. Yeah, and, like, I had a sleepover one time to watch all of them with, like, ten girls, and I was, like, mad that they couldn't sit through all of them, but it's, like, probably, like, 30 hours, bro, like, <laughs> some shit like that. Literally. Like, I love Harry Potter, though. I would have watched all of them with you. Yeah. Harry for Potter's sure. good. But. I love that, though. You were, like, you know what? Let's do a workout while watching Harry Potter, but now you're like 23 and we'd be like, okay, so the drinking game is yeah. anytime Ron says, <laughs> like, for sure. Shots. Have you ever played that Harry. drinking game where, like, you put a hat on the corner of your TV and if it ever lines up perfectly with their head, like it's on them, you drink? No, but that's <laughs> awesome. That's like my favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's yeah, hilarious. It's fun. And Jordan and I have a game where, like, we both pick a rule before the movie starts, and then, like, whenever that thing happens, you drink. There's so many good drinking games to watch movies. It's, like... I love doing the ones that are, like, anytime somebody just, like, falls down. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, anytime someone's injured. Just, like, dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, injuries are good for action movie drinking, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. When you get punched in the face... <laughs> Take a shot. If anytime someone's bitch slapped, you give a drink. <laughs> or or you get bitch slapped. You just... <laughs> It's up to you. Do you watch, uh, have you watched New Girl? Yes, I love New Girl. So you know how they have the douchebag jar? Yes. <laughs> Me and my roommate decided to make, um, instead of calling it a douchebag jar, we'll, we're calling it um, the thirst purse jar. Yes. And we made ours, like, out of clay and, like, made all these, oh, like, things so to cute. put on it. And now we thirst purse ourselves. That's amazing. Whenever shit goes on. Yeah, it's I love funny. that. <laughs> or because we're broke, and so if we don't have thirst purse, we just do take a shot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It can always be shots. You can, you can turn anything into shots, man. Dude. Before this quarantine shit happened, um, we went to go see a movie, and I... Wanted to, I think I already texted you this like when it happened like months ago, but I was like, I wanted to bring a mm-hmm. blanket, like some beers and a snack. And Jordan was yeah. like, Don't do that. And I was like, <laughs> Well, you're not my Maddie, dude. Cause Maddie would be like, yeah, yeah. 
Let's get Taco Bell. Bring some Miller Lights. Taco Bell. <laughs> Miller Lights. Bring your blanket. Put it, put it in the blanket <laughs> in a backpack. I mean, man, that movie theater in Topeka that was like three dollars. You mm-hmm. could bring anything you wanted into yeah, there. Yeah, dude, they wouldn't care. You could probably Legally, bring like I've an inflatable mattress, <laughs> and they'd be like, "I, I don't mean? think they would care." No, they would be like business. Business, <laughs> yeah. Please give us your money. We're going downhill. <laughs> yeah. Literally, that's what we used to do. We would get Taco Bell, put it in the bag with our beer and our blankets and walk into the movie theater. I think that's a good way to live life, man. Right. Whatever. What's life without a little fun? So do we want to talk about the male gaze and the female gaze? Yeah. Not not like homosexuals, but like gaze as in eyes. Eyes. <laughs> I just realized that's that going to sound weird. The male gaze and the female gaze. The female gaze and the male gaze. Yeah. I that w- that became a problem when I was writing that twenty page paper because people would be like, "Oh, what are you writing on?" And I'd be like, "Oh, male gaze," and they'd be like, like, "The what? gaze? You're writing on the gaze?" They're like, "You can't write about gaze," <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> I'm not writing twenty papers on gaze. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing twenty papers on male. I can't believe we wrote. Gaze. That's like a long paper, dude. I know for a class that we, I mean, we needed because it was like counted for credit or whatever, but like. No one needed to take that class. What I'm sorry, class was that? Was that media me- literacy? Mm-hmm. Didn't we take two classes that were like media literacy? Well, that portfolio class was kind of a waste of time. Oh, the portfolio class. I mean, it was fine. Oh, I think I got but... a B in that class. Right? Like how? I'm. I probably did too. Like how? I, I did a portfolio. Know. What do you want from me? Same. I remember just always sitting in the back. And oh, Maria was the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my god. We just had messed around in that. The class. only times we like paid attention and were like normal people were like when we had guest speakers. Oh yeah, the because she would like yell at us beforehand and be like, "Don't fucking." <laughs> yeah. To no, but in, in her really nice Maria way, it would have been like, "Please oh, yeah. don't be really please. obnoxious. Like, please, please be please. respectful." She was very well. Nice. She would only say and that. She'd give because... us candy. Oh yes, the candy. <laughs> you guys did well. Here's some candy. <laughs> Literally, like we were back in toddlers. She was a great person. She was. She was. She would. Well, I think she would always say that because during her normal class, she would let us talk and joke around. Yeah, we were with her. annoying in there. Yeah, so she would. I think. Yeah, time, she would just be like, "Please, like, treat them like a human and not like the way that we are. <laughs> not like me." Yeah. <laughs> She said she was going to go do karaoke with us, and that never happened, yeah, and I'm mad. For real. I'm still triggered. We should all get back together. Do you remember when uh, you got screwed over in that media literacy class about that paper <laughs> you did turn in, and then and then she lost it, and then you returned in a new one, and then she found the one you originally turned in, but then still wouldn't give you the grade, and yes. I went off. You did. You did, because I, I was like, I was just like, okay, like, because it doesn't make any sense. Like, no, it doesn't. I turned it in again, too, right? So she had two copies. Mm-hmm. She had the original copy I turned in. She said she couldn't find because she, she put it in as a zero. And then she didn't give me, like, a good grade on it, even though she right. found so you... my original. Yes. And then I was just like, I was just like, okay. And you turned around, and you were like, 
that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but then I, I was like, don't go too hard because, like, I don't want you to get in trouble. So then we ended up leaving and just, like, yelling about it on our walk. But <laughs> I know. Well, because I was like, how does that make – how is she getting late points yeah. on it if she actually did turn it on time? Because you have it right here. My debater was going to come out and be like, yeah, oh, excuse you? But, like, I don't get it. Maybe she thought, like, I was, like, smart enough to, like, somehow – give her another copy like how would that work maybe i don't i don't know yeah i just don't get how she came to that that conclusion that she wasn't gonna give me (laughs) exactly that's why it didn't make any sense otherwise i would have been like it's fine like shit happens but it literally didn't make any sense and i was like can you at least explain yourself like yeah dude (laughs) hold Uh, my earrings hold my earrings dude yeah should we talk about the male gaze sure (laughs) <laughs> sure. what is the male gaze man just a bunch of gays <laughs> just a bunch of dudes that like dudes man dudes liking dudes dudes liking dudes oh my god that um, sounds gay that sounds super gay dude not for me <laughs> not for me we're kidding <laughs> yeah 100% read our podcast name again and ask if we're joking okay so the male gaze is like a sexualized way of looking at women. It basically, the women is visually there as an object of heterosexual male desire, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Like her feelings, thoughts, and her own opinions and things are like not important. You're just there to like be looked at, basically. Be looked at and used as like an object. Yeah. Who was that lady? Laura Mulvey, she was like, Laura she wrote Mulvey. the mm-hmm. essay that talked about like visual pleasure and all that shit. So yeah, Laura Mulvey was the first uh, uh, woman to kind of bring up this feminist theory called the male gaze. Um, I believe it was in her book was the first time she talked about it, but it might have been on an article or something <laughs> first. Yeah. Well, so the big thing is people are always like, is there a female gaze? But, like, not really because we've had a lifetime of seeing women sexualized in television and mm-hmm. in music videos and advertisements. Like, think about, like, I'm trying to think of an advertisement, but, like, a beer commercial, yeah. you know what's going to be in mm-hmm. there. It's a girl with big boobs mm-hmm. walking out of the beach. Or, like, those That's what burger commercials where it's hot oh women on God. a car getting, like, their tits out and, like, water sprayed on them. And then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, buy this cheeseburger. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah, dude. Why? Usually there's, like, a sexual bite, you know? Like, the grease yes. is falling down her fingers. The slow licking it off. Like, mm-hmm. you know what we're talking about. You've seen it. Yep. Everything... Yeah. Like, that has been or, framed from the male perspective, from the beginning mm-hmm. of film, the beginning of music videos, beginning of advertisements. It's always been like that. So, even if there is a female gaze, it's at its infancy. Like, it's not, it's not a thing that we've been surrounded with. Correct. I mean, so certainly there are attractive men, like, in cinema, you know. Um, mm-hmm. you could You could argue, like... A man taking off his shirt and is showing his six-pack abs. Like, that's the same thing. Like, we're still objectifying that man. But there's really no direct female equivalent of the male gaze, right? It's right. like, well, and it, it creates a power correct. imbalance. And 
Well, and part of it, too, is, like, what percentage of film is made by men and Mm -hmm. directed by men and the cinematographers are by men and all those things and stuff like that. And that's part of it. And the male gaze can be, like, in all sorts of aspects. Like, Mm -hmm. the start of a scene, just, like, the way people physically decide to do a shot. Like, how I was saying earlier, like, some films... You'll cut to a scene and it's some girl's ass yeah. and then slowly pulls away. So then it slowly zooms out and then there's two men standing there and talking. And you're like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, Good yeah, that yeah, scene yeah, started yeah. on some woman's ass for no reason. And now that pretty woman's just standing there for the rest of the scene to be sexy while these two men talk. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> no, that's like, it's it's just crazy too. So like you could think of like any any movie and think about the women in that movie and how they're depicted. Like, I, it's so hard to think of something off the top of your head. But, like, something that comes to mind is, like, Transformers. Like, Megan Fox. Mm. You know, I haven't seen that movie really, but you know there's going to be shots of her, like, bent over a car, like, mm-hmm. wearing, like, no clothes. And then I'm sure it, like, zooms out to Shia LaBeouf, like, just chilling. Right? Yeah. Like, he's just, he's just chilling, being a normal dude. Yeah. But she's, like, over there, mm-hmm. bent over a car, like slow motion i'm sure like her hair is like waving and like oh, oh yeah. she's probably got like sweat dripping down her face but like it's oh. sexy sweat you know like yeah. not the smelly kind like the mm, oily <laughs> sc- oily skin sweat you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah the like the magical sweat that somehow comes out as glitter and then you're like what <laughs> like her skin is literally glittering <laughs> and it's like slow motion I mean, films are basically, they're dominated by male characters and their perspectives. Uh-huh. Usually the directors are male. There was this one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I found this video of Meryl Streep from 2015. So it's important to realize it was five years ago, mm-hmm. but it's still crazy. So she went on Rotten Tomatoes um, and like counted up how many reviewers and raters are women and how many were men Uh and she found that there were 168 women that had the ability to rate and do all that stuff on there and there were 760 men oh gosh so think about like if you're like gonna just try to find a random movie what i do is just like scroll through netflix for hours but like potentially you could go on rotten tomatoes and be like what's good right now like the ratings are there and they're done by men mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's it what's it gonna be what's what's it like yeah how are the girls gonna be in those movies right. Let's... she also went to the new york film critics website and they have 37 men who can rate on there and two women two women yeah to 37 men oh great that sounds like equality okay right right so i mean it's it was five years ago so i'm sure right. the numbers have changed but like, imagine that. Like, that's not that long ago. And no, that's where your ratings were coming from. That's where you were being like, oh, this this movie has like a 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. It must be good. But like, like, come on. How fucking dumb is that? Yeah, so dumb. That I'm made just, me so mad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's infuriating. I just read the out of the top 200 films from 2018 to 2019, women represented 44.1% of film leads and 40.2% of total actors. And people of color comprised of 27.6% of film leads mm-hmm. and 327 of total actors. That's, That's horrible. So low. That's it's so low. Ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's 
very sad that in 2019, people of color only made up 27.6% of film leads and 32.7% of total actors. 327 For real. That's so bad. Dude. So bad. The only way to really fix that is to like actively seek out films that are written or directed by women or mm-hmm. people of color. Mm-hmm. Like vote with your dollar, bro. Vote with your dollar. <laughs> support. Bro. Support the films that get made mm-hmm. by those people. Right. Like, well, that's and, how you're gonna change it. Well, and it has to do with like who you're gonna hire too, and who you're gonna like. If you are yeah. in a place of hiring somebody. Hire a person of color, hire somebody, a woman, hire people who are as qualified, if not qualified more. Mm -hmm. Like, get representation out there. Let's fight for some equality. I think that almost a systemic problem. Mm -hmm. If an entire industry is built upon creating films that cater to men and their stories and their perspectives and all that shit, of course it's going to be the way that it is. So, like, well, and right here it says, out of the top 200 films, 2018 to 2019, behind the scenes, women represented 15.1% of directors, 174 mm-hmm. of writers, 18% of studio heads. People of color made up of 14.4% of directors, 13.9% of writers, and only 9% of studio heads. Ugh. It's insane. It's insane. It's, like, so slow, too. Like, the process of, like, the way it's shifting so slowly towards equality. Uh It's ridiculous. It's so freaking slow. Like, if we have kids someday, their generation is still going to see movies like what we grew up seeing. Because it's, it's like, so freaking slow how it's shifting and changing. Slowly but surely. (laughs) That's why people got to keep fighting about it and talking about it. Yeah, we got to keep talking about it. So it it becomes a subject that people are um, not taboo to talk about. So let's talk about the famous test that we want to talk about. Yes. The Bechtoral test? Is that what it's called? Bechtel test. Bechtel. (laughs) It should be Bechtoral. We should just have a... (laughs) But... Yeah, the Bechtel test. The Bechtel test. Which basically is a movie that has to have at least two women with names to talk to each other about something besides a man. That simple. Those three things. You would think. Two women with names, they talk to each other, and it's about something besides a man. But so many movies fail this test. Like, how quickly could you... How like little of a fraction of your movie you can use to pass this test (laughs) and a ton fail yeah it's crazy it's such a simple test yeah and it would it's shocking some of the movies that don't pass it and it's it's also kind of shocking some of the ones that do pass it so Mm -hmm. like 50 shades of gray passes the test (laughs) and twilight (laughs) passes the test. twilight passes it but so, Fantastic Beats, The Crimes of Grinwald does not pass. <laughs> I guess so it's important to say that movies that fail this test are not automatically bad. Yeah. And even Bechtel, who like invented this test, her favorite movie doesn't pass the test. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't it's, really say anything. Yeah. The Bechtel test is really something cool to look at um, as like almost to look at our society and to look mm-hmm. at make you really think about these films and it almost leads a little bit into the male gaze but not really but 
a little yeah. bit on how the lack of representation of women, the lack of representation women have in just literal character developments or storylines yeah. or like even films that have women fronting characters that do things besides talk to each other about a man they want to fuck. Like, I, you know, like yeah. you yep. would think there would be plenty of movies like that, but ha, jokes on us. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's important to note that like, uh, this test isn't some sort of feminist test. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not it about evaluate whether a film is feminist or not. So it's like, it's more of a way to understand the way audiences are conditioned to think about women rather than how feminist yeah. a film is. Yeah. Well, I found some, so like, uh, the Avengers fails the test. Um, that one came out in 2012. Okay. There are female characters in that film. I think there are three female characters in that film total. Um, and Way Black many. Widow, I mean, she kicks. Yeah, three is so much. Dude, <laughs> three women can't even yeah. think about Ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. But Black Widow, she kicks major ass and she actually has more screen time than some of the big dudes on it. But it still fails the test because none of the women ever talk to each other and they never they talk never about talk to anything each other. that's like, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, like, it does have good female representation in some ways, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. For it not to not pass them. the test, it's like... In the Lord of the Rings trilogy that I talked about, like, I love those movies, but it, it also fails the test. Fails the test, yeah. I wonder if all the what uh, out of all the Harry Potter ones to pass, I'd have to look it up. But people, I know can... that one one did fail. One did fail. I that think it's sense. I think it's Deathly Hollows Part Two fails. But keep going, sorry. Mm. But if if you're interested in looking to see what movies fail or not, the Bechdel test like has lists and lists and lists, and you can go on to their website. Yeah, you can go on the website mm-hmm. and look it up. So many films fail. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's like insane. Back to the Future was my favorite film growing up and it definitely fails the test oh yeah is there even mm-hmm. a woman in back to the future there's like a girlfriend and a mom and that's it. oh yeah okay <laughs> so, like, but i mean like some of my favorite films like fail like pulp fiction fails oh i know that ghostbusters big lebowski jumanji parts of the caribbean yeah jumanji fails tomb raider fails too which is like all about a woman but like there's only fucking one. Like, how hard yeah. was it to write another one? I don't understand. Oh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse failed. And I just said earlier, that's one of my favorites. That's so sad. Spider-Man, uh, the f- Homecoming, it barely passes. Like, barely. Really? But it does pass. Yeah. So that's basically what the test is. It's pretty fun to, like, understand the test. It's not, I mean, it's not hard to understand it, but it's, like, it's fun to, like, have it in your mind when you go see a movie mm-hmm. and be like, oh, well, and if, it fails, yeah. it passes. Well, and if you click on it the just, movie, it'll tell you, like, why it passes or why it doesn't pass. Yeah, like, it has you, examples like, and quotes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, so check that out. One that I saw out. on their website was uh, Toy Story. It said Toy Story fails, and then one person was like, it passes because, I don't know how much you could remember about Toy Story, but that little girl... Talks to her mom for, like, two seconds. Oh, the baby? About, like... Like, okay, so the evil boy with the skull on his shirt, his little yeah. sister, talks to the mom for, oh, like, yeah. literally two seconds. And I don't think mom is a name, but whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The right. little girl is named, and then there's a mom, and they say something to each other one time. 
and it's like oh it passes but like does it pixar almost always fails like yeah yeah i don't think it passes i mean you can no. say that it does i guess but it very very loosely loosely passes loosely passes which blows my mind yeah. because it's like for another one like shrek fails so like kids are watching shrek and toy story and mm-hmm. like think about like being a little girl and like all you're seeing are dudes on screen that's just so mm-hmm. sad yeah <laughs> but which makes me really sad thinking about people of color, color. like mm-hmm. growing up and they're not on screen and they like grow right. up learning to like hate their hair and hate the color of their skin and hate all the stuff because there's no representation for them mm-hmm. which is bullshit so mm-hmm. hopefully we get that fixed mm-hmm. well and if and i think what's so hard is people don't even think about how much representation actually how important it actually is yeah like you know, I feel like mm-hmm. you're like, you don't need representation or like you think you don't need it. But like kids do. Yeah. It it affects you before you even realize it affects you. Mm-hmm. People of color, people of different religions. Yeah. Queer people. Like so many things is huge lack of representation and I am over it. So let's stop making yeah. all these dumb white men and women films and let's move on to some cooler things yeah for it's real. 2020 well let's think go. about like the the complex and compelling stories that you could get if you gave more creative power to right? women and people of color right like, think about how cool the movies would be how much more entertaining they would be than mm-hmm. like these just fucking We'd finally get some white new stories doing instead some of shit. fast and the furious 28 like let's get some <laughs> new stories yeah dude yeah i looked at those and some of them pass it but also very very barely barely loose like loosely passing it it. yeah um because it's mostly dudes there are there are a few badass women in it but like Mm -hmm. the conversations they have are like watch me use my body to get what i want Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's what it is and it's like women aren't like that fuck off no but anyways anyway um, (laughs) vote with your dollar (laughs) Well, with your dollar, yeah. Well, no, with your wallet. if you do want to get into film, like definitely do it. Just go and try, and it's a great yeah. creative field. And I mean, right now entertainment's kind of shut down, but eventually we'll get back there. Yeah, and I mean, it's just kind of making a shift. Like, there's more streaming. There's more like Netflix mm-hmm. and Hulu and all that. But working for those companies would have been like would be amazing. I mean, for right. the most part, there's way more inclusiveness going on on their little streams than there is on the big screen so yeah Yeah, i mean i would rather work for one of those companies probably and like drive-in theaters are coming back so i love we'll be okay it's just shifting shifting (laughs) i do too dude i'm trying to find one around me but i haven't found one yet going forward who knows what where we'll get jobs or whatever but different i mean yeah i think whatever and i think whatever you do keep striving for yeah fighting for those people who have less people fighting for them yeah you know cool yep boom boom that's our podcast that's our podcast (laughs) thanks for listening yeah thanks for being here hope you Um, enjoy tune in next week comment your favorite film or something you liked about the episode or whatever you want yeah tell me tell us if your favorite film passes the test or not Ooh, yeah if it passes or not if you can't think about it look it up on the freaking website yeah we'll and they'll tell you everything so mm-hmm. yeah we can post the link post the link <laughs> post the link <laughs> all right that's the tea thanks for cool. listening
Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.